स्मार्ट यू आर लिसनिंग टू अमिंट प्रोडक्शन यू बाय एच टी स्मार्ट कास्ट हेलो एंड वेलकम टू मिंट आई एम नसरीन सुल्ताना आई एम एन असिस्टेंट एडिटर एट मिंट I keep a close track of all that is happening in the world of stock markets. You are listening to All Things Markets where I speak to experts analyzing the big trends moving the stock markets. With the Indian economy set to contract in FY21 and fiscal deficit to rise due to COVID induced pain What are the big announcements markets are expecting from the FN this year? Analysts say the key focus of government in this budget would remain on growth with clear focus on capex revival and manufacturing, boosting healthcare and sanitation. Would this set the tone for bigger directional change for inclusive growth? How will the markets react if there are negative surprises in the budget? To discuss that, I'm joined by Pankaj Pandey, Retail Research Head at ICICI Direct. Hi, Pankaj. Welcome to the show. Thanks. So, Pankaj, as we are just approaching the budget, the markets are in a sell-off mode. Do you think there is uh, any kind of negative uh, announcement that the markets is expecting from the FM this time? So, I think the recent weakness what we are seeing in the last few sessions, uh, we've seen markets uh, losing about five six odd percent. So there is a correction mm-hmm. of about eight hundred odd points in Nifty, mm-hmm. and that is largely because uh, the uh, global queues have been sort of a bit soft. Uh, then uh, there is uh, some bit of FI selling as well. But our sense is that uh, uh, with eighty eighty five percent kind of a rally, five to ten percent kind of a correction is uh, considered healthy, and uh, we would uh, take uh, this correction as a healthy correction. And it's good that the market uh, is bit lighter ahead of the uh, key event like budget. Uh, my sense is on the budget is that largely budget, uh, uh, I think, as clearly outlined by FM, uh, would be uh, focusing more on growth rather than fiscal deficit. and uh, lastly i think all these macro conditions are quite conducive for a big infra push uh, so i think that is what we expect uh, from the budget and i think that is going to help uh, some of the sectors uh, which have not been doing so well especially the infrastructure sector right so as you said that probably this time the focus would be mostly on uh, on pushing forward the growth and not maybe maintaining the fiscal deficit now this in the short term probably is definitely a good news but in the long term if we let loose the fiscal deficit or the fiscal uh, then uh, it it it's going to burden burden the balance sheet of the government further do you think that would be the right uh, the markets especially the fis will take this kind of announcement in the right stride so i think not only our country but uh, globally most of the economies are expected to keep uh, fiscal deficit on a higher side and uh, i think the key focus uh, for most of the major economy which are impacted because of covid is on growth and i think our sense is that uh, while this year fiscal deficit would be about 7% and next year the government will keep fiscal deficit at 5% so which would uh, uh, give government uh, an additional headroom of about 3 lakh crore to spend on uh, reviving the economic growth and i think uh, uh, equity markets are going to take it very positively but for bond markets yes it could be a bit of a slight negative news but uh, equities uh, my sense is that if uh, the government uh, as they have clearly outlined uh, that uh, the focus is going to be on growth 
So I think they are going to take it uh, in a positive stride. All right. Now, in the last few months, especially after COVID, and actually especially after July, Indian markets is majorly supported by the foreign liquidity, and DIs, uh, especially the mutual funds, are on the back seat. In fact, they, there is a negative outflow of uh, uh, fund coming from the mutual fund side. Now, in in a situation if the FM announces any kind of taxation or any kind of unfavorable news for the foreign investors, you think the markets are going to tank further? So uh, my sense is that uh, overall, uh, I think with the kind of infra push uh, which the government would want to do, because they have uh, last year outlined uh, a national infrastructure pipeline of 7,300 projects, totaling about 111 lakh crores. So so sort of split uh, that uh, you're going to spend nearly 20 lakh crores on an annual basis. But because of COVID uh, uh, last year, we were not able to spend. Uh, right. So infra spend is about 25-30% lower. Now, if you have to push infra, you would need uh, a global liquidity also, and which is where I think uh, government is going to take all uh, the measures uh, which are which are expected to be conducive for uh, tapping this global liquidity besides uh, domestic liquidity. So my sense is that uh, I would not expect uh, much of a negative surprise uh, uh, from that perspective. And I think uh, one also needs to look at uh, the kind of uh, volatility what we have seen rupee. So rupee has been pretty stable and which is very important if you have to spend so much. You can't keep uh, the currency volatile because that sort of uh, uh, fluctuates the returns for overseas investors. So my sense is that uh, government is not going to do anything which will upset uh, this global liquidity uh, 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 coming into our country uh, besides the domestic liquidity. So I think uh, I would not expect any sort of a major negative surprises on that one. Okay. Uh, since you're talking about the CAPEX uh, and you think that probably FM is going to you know, put all the focus on the CAPEX last year due to COVID. Of course, the amount that was kept set aside for CAPEX was, could not be used for a lot of reasons. COVID was a major, major region. Uh, and uh, private CAPEX uh, is, is very, very in, in a slow lane. You think after the government's push uh, in uh, this budget, private CAPEX will also pick up? So I think if you look at the uh, core sectors like cement and steel, uh, the capacity utilizations have uh, quite uh, improved. And uh, I think our sense is that it is a matter of time before we start seeing CapEx uh, on a broad-based basis. Uh, and I think uh, with the way commentary of most of the corporates is panning out, I think a lot of them are looking uh, uh, sort of at capacities. And which is a very positive sign. And if uh, the budget signals in that direction, then I think uh, uh, the confidence of the private sector to do KPX will go up. So budget uh, that way is going to be a sort of a guiding uh, uh, event for, uh, from that perspective. And I think uh, the government has uh, already outlined a big KPX pipeline. And contrary to what we have seen the KPX, this is a double kind of a KPX uh, what we have been doing even on an annual basis. So uh, my sense is that uh, lastly, uh, private capex is about to happen. Uh, it's a matter of a few months. Uh, and if uh, the government uh, looks at a higher fiscal deficit and looks to sort of push uh, key infrastructure projects, I think uh, capacity expansion is around the corner. Okay. But see, uh, last few quarters, of course, the numbers of earnings have been quite encouraging. Uh, but uh, the corporates also had a lot of uh, 
control on their cash uh, utilization and and other expenses and and that was of course seen in the margin expansions for a lot of companies you think the companies have a uh, headroom for uh, spend more now of course the economy is normalizing i know that and the lockdown is all lifted in in uh, almost in the whole of india but do you think corporates have a lo- lot of headroom now especially uh, uh, the infrastructure companies like you mentioned and or the manufacturing uh, industry so uh, auto probably is a sort of a different uh, segment largely and uh, you have a disruption uh, which is sort of uh, happening uh, the pace of disruption can sort of pick up pace if we see the battery prices sort of uh, coming down uh, so uh, so that's a sort of a different challenge for the auto sector and which is why if you look at government has already come up uh, with a pli to improve the value chain of uh, ev manufacturing but i think uh, the other core sectors largely uh, uh, because of good set of numbers and overall uh, now the debt levels are quite lower compared to what it had been earlier hmm. so the confidence overall to sort of spend more on capacities or increase capacities is a lot more higher the other thing is that uh, see we expect the interest rates to be lower for a longer period of time not only domestically but globally also given the fact mm-hmm. that uh, commodity prices are expected to sort of remain relatively soft so i think that also is expected to sort of uh, encourage uh, corporates to sort of spend a lot more and i think if uh, the government uh, the way they have announced their pli schemes we would expect lot more finer details and some bit of uh, tweaks on the uh, import duty or custom duty to sort of come out and that will sort of encourage more of value addition uh, domestically and uh, uh, the entire uh, manufacturing also can uh, get a big push besides the infra which uh, the government is already pushing uh, and we have seen instances of that so for example while the overall infra capex is expected to be lower 25 30 odd percent but roads say for example it is one particular segment where uh, we expect that uh, they'll be doing a higher number compared to last year and in addition to that the pipeline for even next 2 3 years is expected to be good right um, as you mentioned uh, there is probably a headroom for the companies to increase their uh, their expenses uh one of the major uh, big sectors uh, that except for manufacturing and infra what are the other big sectors that you think will get some kind of boost from the government's plans after budget so i think covid has been sort of a good wake up call uh, for uh, us uh, so i think healthcare spend in india is uh, expected to go up and compared to global perspective we are far more lower so our sense is that the allocation for healthcare budget is expected to increase by 49% to about a lakh crores obviously of that uh, 24000 crore is expected uh, 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 expenditure related to uh, uh, vaccination but even then our sense is that uh, structurally uh, with this kind of a wake up call uh, uh, there is a lot more uh, need to invest both on rural as well as urban uh, healthcare system and i think this budget is going to sort of push that the other thing what we are also sensing is that see the government has already uh, uh, provided decent amount of push to rural housing uh, uh, power uh, insurance and other uh, facilities for the rural household i think water is another segment uh, which is expected to sort of uh, get a good push so uh, so there are about 19 crore households and our sense is that the government will take measures uh, there to provide uh, clean tap water uh, Uh, to rural households and which is why we would expect uh, that the allocation there will go up historically 
uh, allocations have increased by 44% and mm-hmm. our sense is that uh, something similar kind of a movement is expected to be maintained next year as well. Right. See, after COVID, governments, most of the policies that were announced by the governments, including the lot of uh, booster plans, was all tilted towards uh, boosting the rural economy and very less was focused on the urban uh, uh, sector. Do you think the government, it's time for the government to also focus on the urban uh, segment because that is lagging and it's not picking up even after a lot of push. Of course, the GST collection we saw uh, in December of month, that was a record high, but, but the indicators are not very uh, strong. So, uh, uh, I think uh, uh, one is uh, you need to look at the multiplier impact of uh, infrastructure because uh, that helps in creating both uh, skilled as well as uh, unskilled jobs. And uh, the PLI for manufacturing also is expected to create a similar uh, this thing. Then uh, our sense is that uh, besides this, uh, the government is looking to create a good ecosystem for startups, uh, which is a, and along with that, a uh, push for higher education. So I think that's a very important lever for uh, uh, driving uh, the uh, uh, innovation caution for any economy, uh, like we have seen in case of US. Uh, and I think India is sort of catching up uh, quite fast. So upskilling uh, uh, is definitely uh, on the cards. And I think government has been sort of quite conscious of this fact uh, because uh, uh, upskilling or uh, uh, creating this ecosystem for startups, I think uh, actually sort of uh, enhances uh, the overall uh, economic growth uh, in a very big positive way. Something like what we have seen in case of IT. So IT uh, used to be a startup uh, 20, 30 years back. And now Mm. you look at the kind of job creation they have done, uh, the kind of uh, overall uh, booster to the economic development they have done. So I think uh, upskilling uh, is also one of the agenda the part, uh, not to say that uh, you require big allocation for that. But I think definitely one of the focus areas and plus uh, manufacturing plus uh, infrastructure does a uh, decent amount of both low-skilled as well as high-skilled job creation. So that I think is positive for both rural as well as uh, urban areas. Right. I understand skill development is very, very important as far as to uplift the uh, demand and, of course, job creation. But these are very long term uh, goals. In the short term, probably that, like you mentioned, the first answer, that growth uh, focus. You think any growth focus policies for urban uh, economy or you think government's policies will be tilted towards rural I think, uh, uh, like I said, I mean, manufacturing and uh, infrastructure is obviously uh, will Okay. favor both uh, rural as well as urban India. Okay. But uh, uh, my sense is that uh, on the personal consumption side, uh, given the fact that the government finances are tight, so probably there may not be much of a headroom to sort of provide uh, relief to uh, 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 for boosting rural uh, urban uh, uh, incomes, and which is where probably uh, we, that could be a sort of a miss in the budget uh, given the overall constraints. Right. So uh, overall, what's your understanding of the taxation on the capital markets in the last few budget? We have seen very, very media reactions to the FM announcements. Uh, you see uh, any kind of taxation coming in the capital markets? So probably if uh, long term capital gains duration can be extended to say two years or three years, uh, uh, I think that could be a big boost for the market because I think what we have seen is that uh, there is a good rebound in the market in the last uh, six to eight months. Right, and uh, if uh, uh, government allows uh, uh, participants to sort of capture more gains, I think that will be a big positive for the market. 
Uh, my sense is that tinkering on rates may not happen because uh, I think that is something uh, uh, probably may not be a, a right lever to push. But probably if you are extending that, I think that may uh, that might be a sort of a better lever to do. Okay. So one last question before I let you go is: I understand most analysts are penciling in a volatility in the stock markets in the next few sessions before the budget. We we only have we only have few sessions left. But beyond budget. Uh, budget is, of course, one day and markets will react for maybe 10, 15 days. But beyond budget, what are the big major events that stock markets will be looking at and taking cues from? So one is, uh, see, structurally, we are very positive in the markets and we have a nifty target of 16,200, uh, largely because uh, on some of the part spaces market uh, uh, look quite attractive compared to historical context when you sort of look at a top-down approach for nifty P multiples. Having said that, uh, our sense is that a combination of low interest rates uh, plus lower debt uh, on the corporate side uh, plus uh, expectation of good liquidity both domestically and globally, at least uh, till the first half half of this calendar year, I think is going to keep uh, markets point. uh, And I think uh, you need a good amount of liquidity to be tapped uh, to for sort of drive both manufacturing as well as uh, infrastructure creation. So I think all the conditions are uh, quite right uh, for a big infra push uh, to happen. And if the budget is able to deliver on that front, uh, our sense is that it'll, it has the capacity to sort of lift or shift economic growth in a higher orbit. Okay. So basically markets probably, besides the hiccups that would probably cause by the budget, but besides that you're seeing a uptrend in the market. Going Correct. So what we are witnessing is, uh, see, we have rallied about 80-85% and we are seeing 5-6% kind of a correction. I think 5-15% mm-hmm. to 15% kind of a correction after this kind of a sharp run-up is very much normal and it's a healthy correction. And I think it's a sort of a good opportunity for people who have been sort of waiting on the sidelines to enter markets. Uh, mind you, I mean, uh, when you sort of enter markets, uh, it's not that uh, you get all the comfort from all fronts. Right. So that way, I think it's a sort of a healthy correction. And uh, if somebody is looking uh, uh, and believing that uh, government is going to push in the right direction, then I think this is the right time to buy before the budget, uh, then after the budget. All right. On that note, Pankaj, thanks a lot for giving us all that perspective. And uh, we hope that the markets continue its uptrend, as you mentioned. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Nasim. For feedback, you can write to me at nasreen.s at lifemint.com or you can reach out to me on Twitter at Story. You can also reach out to us at HT Smartcast. We are present on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And to listen to more podcasts like this, you need to log on to www.htsmartcast.com. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.